It's Gardening Talkback, and we've got Judy Sharp in the studio. What do you got for us today, Judy? You know, August is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It is feeding time. Yes. So we're going to cover a lot of feeding. August is Wednesday. Is it? Yep. Oh. Sorry to burst your bubble off the get-go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lo- really losing the plot, aren't I? You sure? I think so, yeah. Today's the 30th, so tomorrow will be the 31st, 31 days in July. Yeah, you're right. Let's go through the old poem. What is it we used to say? I can't remember what it I goes. I can't either. <laughs> We're off to a fantastic start. <laughs> but I'm trusting you. Okay, so uh, we'll talk about um, feeding at the end of the week. Right. We'll wait till the 1st of August. First off the bat, we've got Carolyn from Nora Head. And Judy, she's got a question about roses. Oh, how are you, Carolyn? I'm well, thanks, and you? I'm very well, thank you, dear. And it's a good time to be talking about roses. You're, best. You're probably pruning, are you? Well, um, I was just helping my daughter yesterday. She's got a rose, and uh, it was all covered with, um, like, white stuff. Anyway, I had a look on the internet, and I think it's scale. Yes, it is. It's louse scale. Yeah, and it's really, really covered in it. Um, there was still a few new bit greeny bits, but a um, few dead uh, branches too, you know, so... You cut it, all those off, didn't you, though, the dead wood? Well, not completely, because I didn't know what right. to do. So. OK. Uh, don't hesitate to cut that dead wood off because it becomes mm-hmm. a real problem. Yeah. And uh, give, them, give it a bucket full of poultry manure. But yeah. the most important thing to do is to spray it with lime sulphur. Lime sulphur, mm. okay. Now, yeah. that will get rid of the scale, but it also prevents scale insects and fungal diseases for the next couple of months. Okay, and should should we feed it, do you think, as well? Or? Oh, yes, that's why you're giving it the poultry the, manure. The manure, okay. Yeah. And then in three weeks' time, then you'll give it a handful of rose food. Rose food. Now, not sudden impact, which I think is the best product in the world, but it is slow release. So you'll use that probably a month or so down the track. But at the moment, you use uh, rose food, which is granular, and it releases quicker. But you do that three weeks after the poultry. Okay. Um, so those uh, dead-looking ones, we can cut them right off to the ground? Yes, yes, please do. Okay, and the ones that are still a little bit green, cut them right off or just prune them? Oh, no, just pr- no, prune just those. prune them. Yeah, prune yeah, those okay. back. And you know you've got to cut on the angle of the eye, don't you? Yeah, yep, yep with the facing outside, outwards, it. isn't it? Yeah, you've done this okay. before. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I looked it up um, and then that's what it, it looks like, the picture on the, on the net that it's the scale. It's all white, sort of horrible-looking stuff. It yeah. is, yeah. Some people yeah. attack it with a toothbrush. Oh, okay. And But if you spray it with a lime sulphur, that will get rid of it. Okay. And when you're saying um, poultry manure, can I use... Um, Oh, God, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, you know, the granules, or does no, it have to be? No. It has to be the manure. Yeah, I'll tell you why, okay. because, you you know, yeah. you're inflicting a lot of grief on that rose at the moment, yeah. aren't you? Um, yeah. And the poultry manure acts quick, so it stimulates okay. the new growth, whereas okay. with all the pelleted stuff, it takes a while to slowly release, and we all need right. to give it a big vroom, you know, make it feel mm-hmm. better. Okay. okay. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks, Carolyn. Okay, Bye. bye. I've just realised I've been trimming incorrectly all these years. Oh, you, you're cutting below the eye, are you? I've just, oh well, yeah. Just oh, you go straight. straight across the yep. top? <laughs> how, how would I know? <laughs> Has Scott never dealt with this problem, Greg? No, he doesn't go into details. He just says, just hack, hack it off.
Oh, oh, I might sack him. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Steve now from a Barnsley, and he's got another question about roses. Hello, Steve. It's definitely rose time. Yes, Judy. I um, I've pruned some roses for a friend, but uh, there's one rose that's been planted oh, a long time ago. Am I able to move, transplant that rose to a better spot? Yes, you can. But tell me, is now? Is, yeah, definitely now. Is it all getting woody and gnarled though? No, it's just in the wrong place. Oh, okay, <laughs> rightio. Well, you know, you're probably going to do some root damage. So, uh, you know, if you do a lot of root damage, well, you know, to prune a lot off the top then. Yeah, yep, yep. Take it down more. Yeah. No, definitely um, now. Definitely now. Oh, great. Um, now, I've given her some um, poultry manure from my place to put around, so don't feed it once I transplant it, or...? I'm inclined to say no. Uh, right. I wouldn't do Plenty that. of water. Plenty of water, and maybe, right. you know, in about a month's time, then give it some food. By the way, the, the, oh, thanks very much. By the way, the poem is 30 days. Has September, April, May and November. Is that right? All the rest have 31 except February. Thank you very much, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Greg and I have been racking our brain here on that one, trying to remember it. And you got it. Well, no, I, only when you started I could hear it, the teacher going over and over in my mind. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Thank you very much for your help. Thank you, dear. Bye. Bye. Once you hear the start of it... It rolls, it, doesn't it? It, it, it yeah. comes back. Yeah. Greg, I should mention while we're talking about roses, we've been talking about roses planted in the ground. Yep. Um, but if they're in pots, you don't give them poultry manure. Okay. You give them something like sudden impact or you can also give them bounce back. Why wouldn't you put poultry in? Poultry manure could burn in a pot and in closed space. Yep. And, you know, sometimes people grow them in tinky little, little pots. pots. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, of course, you know, and if they don't water it in, then they're going to get burning happening. Okay. Mm. Nice tip. And we've got Max from Tanilba Bay and he's got a question about passion fruits. Hello, Max. Hello, Max. I've got a Nully Kelly passion fruit growing on my back fence, and the neighbour, my back neighbour, decided he was going to put a path down between the shed and the fence. So he went along and cut the whole lot of the, the passion fruit vine that was hanging over his side, which is equally as much as hanging on my side, which is quite a bit. And he just cut it right along the end of the fence, right along the edge of the fence. And then it just all started to lose its leaves and die, and everyone said, oh, I'll just cut it back. But when it comes out of the ground, the root itself, if you go along about three metres, it's fairly bare. The, the vine's just all, it's got no leaves on it. But then further down, the last two-thirds of the vine is still healthy, it's still green, and uh, it's got no flowers on it, but it's all, the leaves are still staying on and they're all intact. So what I want to know is, when they say cut it back, how hard do you cut it back? How far from the root? Now, Max, I'm presuming what he cut back here, he was only cutting back branches. He wouldn't have tampered with no. the roots. No, the no, roots no. on your side. Um, yeah. Look, um, how long has that passion fruit been in? Two years. 
Yeah. You know, they're probably even a nearly... It was a graft, wasn't it, originally? Yeah. 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 Sometimes they only have a three- to four-year lifespan. Oh, um, do they? Yeah. I'm a bit inclined to say, let it do its own thing. Uh, particularly now with this amount of coal we're having, uh, I'd be inclined to just give it a great heap of cow manure as the weather's yeah. warming up, and I think you'll find it will shoot again. From where it's, it's where it's empty now, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's all green on the end of it. Two thirds of the vine looks like nothing's ever happened, but he cut it back that severely. Like you can imagine, if he just took a set of cutters along the edge of the fence and just cut the whole lot off. Yeah. If he'd have told me he's going to, I would have pulled it over my side. He never said anything. He just went along and cut it off. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. But it does. Yeah, it's a pity, isn't it? But um, look, you you know, it'll be fine. It'll. I'm sure it will come good and you'll get fruit. But you shouldn't have flour on there now anyway. No, we had an awesome crop last year. We got buckets off it last year. Yeah, well, you're a lucky man. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of people have trouble with passions, so, you know, you've done well. Um, Look, if you're still anxious, um, you know, and you don't see it making any new growth, well, then I'd be inclined to cut back some of those, those main leaders. Okay. How hard, yeah, the main uh, leaders. Yeah, well, you know, when things are grafted, you've got to be a little bit careful. Um, so maybe take off a third of them. Yeah. Yeah, but just wait. Give them the, yeah. give it the cow manure and let's see if it shoots up again. Okay, then. Okay. Thanks, so thanks Max. Thanks very much. You're Thank welcome, you. dear. Bye. Bye. Cheers, thanks, Max. It's Guarding Talk back on to when you are at FM. If you've got a question for Judy Sharp, 49216216. <laughs> now, Judy, we worked out... August is in on Wednesday. Yes, we did. And you mentioned earlier about was it growth? Oh, growth. No, we're going to talk about feeding. Feeding, that's the one. That's it. <laughs> You're trying to throw me this morning, Greg. <laughs> I think it's working both ways. <laughs> I think so. It must be nearly lunchtime. Uh, well, we've talked about roses merely because our wonderful listeners are ringing in and asking us yep. about roses. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was feeding citrus. August is an ideal time before the heat comes. Yep. If you've got them growing in pots, you do not give them citrus food. It will make them defoliate. Oh, okay. So you use a product, one of the products that are very similar, the pelleted ones, uh, are like bounce back, and uh, you give them a couple of good handfuls in a pot. If it's growing in the ground, it's a different ball game. Right. Um, if I said to you um, under the drip line, you understand what I mean, don't you? Yes, exactly. Good. Well, would you want to explain it to the listeners? Let's see if you explain it and if it's exactly what I was thinking. Right. Okay. (laughs) Well, a tree has a trunk. Yep. And then it has a canopy of leaves. And where the canopy ends, Mm -hmm. that is where your root system is on a citrus. So you're actually not feeding up against the trunk. You're feeding out under the canopy line. Right. Under the drip line. Now, what you need to do first is you've got to water and then you apply poultry manure around under the drip line, and then you water the poultry manure in. And then about two weeks later, you do the same thing, water again, out under the drip line, and you apply citrus food, the one you can't use on pots, and then you water that in. So you you understood that. Yeah, that was fairly similar to what I was thinking. Good. On good. the same path, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got Warren from Cessnock, and he's got a question about the cactus plants. 
Hello, Warren. What could I help you with? Yeah, g'day, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I got a cactus off my daughter last year, right? And it was only thumb size. Now, I've got it into another pot, well, which I've done last year, and it's multiplied, multiplied. It's a round cactus, and it's uh, got um, all the thorny bits on it. Spikes. So... Uh, what I'd like to know is if I leave it out even in the frost of the night, it'd be sweet. I know because they're a, a desert cactus, I imagine. Yes, okay. Now you're at Cessnock. You've been getting frosts, haven't you? Yeah, I know. Well, what I do, I take it in of the night. Well, it's Calvin the cactus, as I call him. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I um, think you've been clever because they actually don't like frost. Uh-huh. Which we've had a lot of frost this year. Yeah, well, I've done the right thing. You have done the right <laughs> thing. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So um, uh, you've probably helped a lot of other people out there that are leaving their cactus out in the cold, I'd say. Yeah, well, see, a friend of mine called in Friday and... Uh, I was saying to him, oh, no, the cactus was, hey, man. I said, yeah, anyway, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad I did bring it. <laughs> well, look, um, I'm not very clever on deserts, but I don't... Neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> Do they actually get... They wouldn't get a frost on a desert, would they, Greg? I think they would. No. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think so either. No. <laughs> You'd still have cool nights, but it still wouldn't be that cold. Yeah, so. well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, um... Uh, certainly I know that I have seen, uh, you know, particularly with winters like this, uh, where cactus have just been brown from the frost. Yeah, well, I've noticed, even, even so, I've got it out in the sun, as I say, I bring it out in the sun. As soon as the sun gets to where it's needed, that's where my plant goes out. Now, what I wanted to ask as well, now, it's multiplied, you may not believe this, but it's multiplied from a little one I've got about eight or nine of them in the pot, like I put in a bigger pot, but that uh, pot that my daughter gave me. And I don't really want to multiply anymore, so just leave it in the pot? Yes, or, no, just leave yeah, it in the pot. It yeah, won't have the space, so. yeah. It won't have yeah, the space to so. keep growing, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, so with that, like it's got on it water, water sparingly in the, uh, in the winter, and I generally give it it with the water about once a fortnight. So would that be all right? And I stick my finger in the <laughs> in the soil to see if it's moist. I'll let it go, you know. Yeah. Look, you've you've got a cactus because you told me you've got spikes. Yep. Succulents. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> succulents are different than cactus. They require a little bit more water. Cactus require very very little. So you're probably oh, right. doing the right thing. You just give it a good soaking and then you go away and forget about it for a while. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, okay. thank you very much. I thank really you. appreciate you're that. You're welcome, Warren. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Okay, bye, mate. You bye. take it easy. Thank bye. you. Bye. Yeah. bye. Cheers, yeah. Warren. It's gardening talk back on to when you are a firm. I used to have a cactus when I was a kid in my room. Just Did you? used to sit there, a little small one. Survived? Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, we, you know, how how long have you been doing this gardening program now? A couple of years now. Yeah. Mm, the lawn's still as bad as it was in the beginning? Oh, it depends what you describe as bad. <laughs> 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 
Well, just check the lemon and under the drip line when you go home, won't you? Will do. It's the first thing I'll do when I get home. <laughs> Good. This evening. It's Gardening Talk back on to you on FM. We've got Dennis from Weston, and he's got a question about Lily Pilly Hedge. Hello, Dennis. Hello, Judy. What I, can I uh, help question. you with? Oh, yes, I've got a, a well-established Lily Pilly Hedge. It's one and a half metres high and about a metre wide. And I mean, you know, we decide we want to reduce the height by about 300 mils. Right. Now, um, is it OK to just take that 300 mils off and will it regrow? Yes, it will, but Dennis, are you going to get any more frosts? Yes, quite possibly will. Right, OK. Well, I would r- wait, darling, till they're past. Yeah, OK then. Yeah, because um, you will find it will get burnt by the frost uh, if you cut it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another plant called a golden duranta. I don't know whether you know that. A lot of people yes, use it for hedging. I had a customer came in yesterday with photos and his was black. And I said to him, you have cut that just before the cold weather. And he said, and he, he looked at me and he looked at his wife and he said, um, um, uh, he said, oh, I think I did. And I could see his wife, he was going to get the lecture when he got out to the car, trust <laughs> me. Um, but his golden Durand hedge was completely black. Yes. And um, so that could happen to your lily pilly hedge if you cut before the frosts are over. Okay. All Thank right. You, and then certainly, look, you can nearly cut them back to the ground. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, because it's so dense, there is no growth inside, so I'm just wondering whether... Yeah, you get that growth happening again, but also make sure you haven't got scale on the inside. No, yeah, it did get scale, but I sprayed it, and the, uh, the sooty mould is sort of, it's not, it's, it's dead, and it's just falls off the leaves now. Oh, good, good. Okay. Yeah, um, let's wait a few weeks. Is, uh, do I fertilise it after I um, cut it back? Definitely. You always give them a bit of feed to make them feel happy again, but only um, something like a native fertiliser or some blood and bone. Oh, okay. Good. Okie dokie. Okay, thanks very much. Thank you, Dennis. Bye. Bye. Just thanks, Dennis. Gardening Talk back on 2 RFM. Any questions? 49216216. And we've got Scott from Arcadia Vale. And he's got a question about mangoes. Hello, Scott. How you going? Very well, thank you. Just listening to the way you just described around the drip line and that with the citrus, what are mangoes, the same food or what? Uh, mangoes like a bit of cow manure, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, look, citrus, can, citrus have a lot of surface roots, so if you fertilise um, close to the trunk and without watering, you can burn them. But is your mango fig fairly well grown? Yeah, it'd be eight years, nine oh, years old. Yeah, look, you won't do much damage to it. I'd be just giving it some healthy doses of cow manure. Cow manure is the best, is it? Yep. Yeah, it is. Look, and there's also all-purpose um, fruit fertilisers. It never hurts to do both because, obviously, cow manure and poultry manure, they don't have every element in them. And yep. you've no doubt heard... Uh, Scott labouring sulphate of potash. Oh, don't no, worry, I use that religiously. Right, okay. Well, cow manure and sulphate of potash and mangoes, please send some down to us. Right, <laughs> not a problem. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Cheers, boy. Bye. Cheers, thanks, Scott. We've got Val now from Rutherford and she's got a question about roses too. Hello, Val. 
Hello, Judy. Uh, I've got a different problem with roses. I've got standard roses. Yes. And there's beautiful new leaves and shoots all over them. Um, I'm just wondering, can I still prune them and spray them with lime sulphur? Yes. Now, Val, I... um I was a bit surprised when I noticed my standards were shooting uh, last week and I did prune them. But being here in Newcastle, of course, I hoped... I, although, at Merriweather, I have had three frosts this year, which... Yeah, well, we've was, had a lot here too. Yeah. Um, but the roses are still blooming. <laughs> yeah, look, um, I'd be inclined to leave them. You know, you can really be pruning well into August. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you, you're right, you only spray lime sulphur when there's no leaves on No there. leaves, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, so yeah. you'll just have to remove the leaf growth and uh, take them back to a soccer ball size. Okay, and, yeah. And uh, I'd be a bit inclined to say just leave them another few weeks. Okay. Another question. I have a date. I think it's a date palm. Not sure exactly what it is, but something is boring into the underside of the branches and they're falling off. Uh, would you know what that might be? Oh gosh, it's not borer, is it? Can you see sap coming out? No, not really. No, can't see any insects or bugs on it whatsoever. Just like something gnawing into the back of the branch near the trunk, and it just breaks off. And, and also, I've got something eating all the vegetables in the garden. So well, I know. I know what's doing that. You do? Yeah. I tell you what, they're very hungry this year because of the cold of winter. Someone came in to see me with this problem yesterday, and I always hate to mention the word, but I think you might find it's rats. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, I've got a couple of um, Brussels sprouts, and they've just stripped the leaves right off, and the cauliflowers have eaten all the heads on them, so you think it may be rats? I think it might be rats, dear. Um, and look, to be quite honest, um, and if my younger son's listening today, he'll say, Mum, I told you so. Um, we, when I've got cats and, you know, you, those little pouches that yes. you get the cat food in and yes. um, sometimes I put them in a plastic bag and to save me going down the stairs, I throw them over the balcony and he went to my place the other day and that plastic bag had been ripped open and I had those little pouches all over my garden had been oh, just really? torn apart. And he said, Mum, a rat's done that. And I said, don't be silly, I haven't got any rats. And he said, well, I'm telling you, put it in the garbage. Don't throw it over the balcony. So I've, <laughs> I've learned a lesson. So I'm sorry, I think that's your problem too. Okay, okay. Not much you can do. They any... wouldn't be eating the palm though, would they? Well, you know, they're hungry because it's been a cold winter. It has. Yeah, yeah. no, they're, they're really hungry this year. So, um, and you know, that's of course when they try to get inside as well. That's right, yeah. yeah. Okay, Judy, thank okay, you very darling. much for your help. You're Thanks. welcome, dear. Bye. Bye. There's nothing worse than rats. No, when they get in your garage or somewhere like that, yeah, I, I was flabbergasted. I couldn't believe, that, you know, they're, they're made out of like a little foil. Yep. They were just ripped open, ripped to shreds. And uh, they, si Simon worked out what it was. I, they tear through just about anything, those things. If they're hungry, they do, mm. don't they? Yeah, so I go down to the garbage now. So we've got Gillian from Lambs Valley, and she's got a question about the scarlet blaze wattle. Ooh, yes. That's yes. interesting. Hi there. Hi, Hi there, Judy. Hello, darling. Um, oh, thank you. I've got a scarlet blaze wattle, which I planted um, in our garden probably about two years ago. 
It's got beautiful growth, but it's, but it's always had just small buds and it's never flowered. And so I'm wondering why it's not flowering and what I can do to help it flower. Now, Julian, is it in the sun? Yeah, it's in the sun. So yeah. probably not first morning light, but it gets... Like, it's got a northerly aspect and it gets a little bit of shade in the afternoon, but I would say it's in sun. Yes, and, you know, I mean, you might have missed the boat this year, but uh, I would still now try and do a little bit of blood and bone. Okay, all right. Wattles, you know, they have a short lifespan, so they can be a bit temperamental. Uh, yeah, so, you know, don't go too close to the trunk. Just a small okay. amount of blood and bone. And do that maybe every three months, four months. Oh, okay, and that will help. Well, I'm sure it might trigger something, yes. All right, because it looks so beautiful on the picture and I've been waiting and waiting for it to flower and it's just <laughs> never happened. <laughs> so, Well, yes, it might it be just, flower. you know, it might be that element missing in the soil, that's all. Okay, so blood and bone. A little bit of blood and bone, definitely. All right. Okay. Perfect. Thanks, Thank Gillian. you very much. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Cheers. Thanks, Gillian. We've got Gary now from Nelson Bay, and he's got a question about Christmas pine trees. My gosh, Gary, this is a bit early. We're only in <laughs> August. No, we're only in July. G'day, Judy. How um, are you? Oh, good. Thank you. I want to try and get a a uh, proper Christmas pine tree that I can let grow up in the in the pot a bit and use as my Christmas tree for a couple of years and then when it gets too big I'll give it to Port Stevens Council and they can put it in one of their parks or whatever. Right. But, okay. um, you wanted to I'd, know when you can get one, aren't you? Well, that and what to get and um, also uh, I had one many years ago like a, it was not an American one, it was a um, Norway spruce? Uh, no, it was uh, like a, a local. It was a, a um, North Folk Island. Oh, North Folk Island, yes, yeah. Yeah, and I, I put some lights on it and it carked it. Oh, <laughs> did it? <laughs> yeah. Were they big yeah. lights, too big for the tree or something? Uh, no, <laughs> I, no. Um, no, just I put them on for a... a couple of weeks and the next thing the tree turned its toes up so you know okay now it was inside wasn't it yeah it was inside okay now tell me while it was inside for those few weeks did it get a drink yes it did all right yeah i thought i had you then um (laughs) (laughs) no look i people put lights on the real christmas trees all the time we do it at the nursery um, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but you know, mostly people buy um, uh, Norway spruce. Okay. Because they're very slow growing. Right. Right. Now, okay. Now you're not going to see any of these trees available probably till about I'd say November. Rightio. Um, yeah, we got a bit of a, a lack of uh, nurseries up our way at the present time. You do, unfortunately, um, and that wasn't the case, was it? There no. There were some good nurseries up there once. There yeah. were some great nurseries up, yep. up here, but they're all gone. Yeah. Um, so um, I will be in touch about then. 
Okay, right here. That'll be lovely. I can assure you that you'll have a selection. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Gary. Bye. Bye. It's Guarding Talk back on 2 and URFM. We've got Alan now from Merriweather, and he's got a question about ceranthiums. Uh, no, I'd say that's chrysanthemums. Okay. Chrysanthemums. <laughs> Is that correct, Alan? Yeah, that's right, yes. Yes. Now, what can I help you with? Uh, well, I've got three pots. They're always in the sun, and, uh, you know, they're well watered and that. I've cut them down after being flowering, but they don't seem to be showing any life now. They're, during the... Um, while they were flowering, there was nothing but ants and all that on the chrysanthemums, you know, crawling all over them. But uh, uh, I, I just wonder why they're not, uh, you know, coming to life again. Alan, when did you cut them back? Oh, after they flowered. It's probably, you know, around about... Um, June, early June? June, yeah. Oh, May. Look, I think they're just giving you a reaction to a very cold winter. Um, don't panic at this stage. Have you got anything like flourish that you mix up in the water? Yeah, or sea salt or something like that. Uh, sea salt will stim stimulate root growth. We're looking for a bit more than that. Look, um, they're not going to be um, showing signs of life at this stage. You know, they are a perennial and the winter will have really knocked them around. You know, you see um, English gardens where they, their plants are cut down to the ground and you think they're dead, but then when spring comes, they start to pop up. So I'm guessing that when spring comes, you'll start to see new shoots coming. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. yeah. I just worry about, you know, with the, all the ants clawing all over them in the... Well, unless you had scale, mm. the ants might have been there after the scale. Mm. But that's the best way to go. Keep the water up to them because yeah. it is very dry again and hit them with some flourish in the water once a week. Ah, uh, right here. Okay. Good. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alan. Bye. Goodbye. I think we've got time for one more caller, Judy, and it's Robin from Toronto. and She's got a question about agapanthers. Hello, Judy. Hello, Robin. How are you? Well, thanks. And you? Oh, I'm fighting fit. I'm having fun here with Greg today. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> um, I'm shifting some as a pant. I've shifted some. I've got more to ship. Should I cut some of those long leaves off or just leave them? The long leaves or the long roots? No, oh, both. Uh, long uh, leaves. Yeah, no, look, um, are you needing to do it right now? You can't wait till the weather just warms up a little bit? Oh, I could, yes. yeah. Look, to be honest, I think agapanthus are hard to damage. Um, yeah. You could probably get away with it now and um, just keep the water up to them. But certainly you do see them transplanted where the uh, the long leaves are cut back sometimes, you know, to just a very short um, size. So, yeah. um, but what you've got to look at is if you want flowers this Christmas, if you cut them back too hard, oh, right. yeah. you might find they mightn't flower this Christmas. You might have to right. wait till next year. Oh, right. But it's okay to cut them down, you know, because they are very long and springy. Yes, no, we'll be fine, dear. But That'll maybe give it a couple of weeks, you know. I think we're still going to get a little bit more winter. All right, I shall do that then. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, Robin. Thank you, Judy. Bye. Bye. Yes, thank you very much, Robin. Gardening Talk back on 2NURFM. Judy, we're almost out of time for another week, but before you mosey on out, is there anything you'd like to mention? Yes, something most important. We were talking about feeding. Yes. I do not want lawn lovers to go and feed. 
Not now. Not now. Lawns have to be actively growing before you feed. Otherwise, you're wasting fertiliser. And at the moment, not growing. They're not growing. Till you mow, that's when you fertilise. Right. Okay. Uh, Actually mowed on the weekend. But you didn't fertilise. No, of course not, no. (laughs) Your lawn was long enough to mow. It was the weeds that you were mowing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew. There were a few. <laughs> and Sasanqua camellias that have finished flowering now, uh, you can give them a good dose of cow manure. Right. If they're in the ground. If they're in the ground if pots. If they're in, they're in the pots, you'd use bounce back. Very good. Okay. Right. Nice being here, Greg. Thank you very much for dropping in. Scott Sharp back next week? Oh, I don't know. I might let him come back. Why not? I still think... Both of you two at the same time. Oh, that'd be fun. It would be. It would be actually it would be awful for me. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be this close. I could well, knock him off when I want to talk. Exactly. We'll have to yeah. maybe put a barrier between you <laughs> or something, or <laughs> so nothing bad happens. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Greg. Thank you very much. Guarding talk back on two and you are at FM. Scott Sharp will be back in the chair next week.